0: Welcome to Styling Social, the podcast. I am your host, Ellie Blakeney, and I am an influencer coach for new, upcoming influencers who want to grow their social media, maximize their income, and stop hustling. I am so excited to share today's episode with you. So let's dive straight in. Welcome, Sydney, to the podcast. I am so, so freaking excited to have you here today and talk all things manifestation, law of attraction and positive vibes. So obviously I know you very well but for those listening today could you tell us a little bit more about yourself?
1: Yeah of course I'm so excited to be here thank you for having me first of all. Um, So yeah my name is Sydney and I'm a part-time influencer from Essex. Um, I'm also a solicitor so I like to keep myself very busy as Ellie knows Um, and I also own two businesses as well so yeah obviously keeping myself very busy Um, and yeah I literally swear by the law of attraction it is my mantra in life so I'm really happy to be here and speak about it today.
0: Amazing and could you tell us a little bit more about the two businesses that you have right now?
1: Yes, yeah, so I am part of a network marketing business online, which is amazing. Um, so I sell products with that. And then I also have a business with my mum. So me and my mum do a graze business, which is very different to everything else that I do. Um, but yeah, my mum is amazing with food. So yeah, we just do graze tables, graze boards and boxes. And that keeps us very busy on the weekends as well. So yeah
0: yeah you've got it all going on sis like i know i know i was being a solicitor as well like very very impressive so i'd love to ask you what actually made you start your instagram in the first place and how kind of long have you been doing instagram for now
1: oh god Uh, so with my instagram i think you remember back in the day i used to have a youtube channel And um, this is like years ago, I think, like 2017. And I loved it. I started it when I was at uni because I wasn't embarrassed then, I think. I mean, everyone's got this stigma around what people think about you. So I started my YouTube then. And I remember it was really slow burner. And I read somewhere that you should try and grow all your socials at once. And I had a private Instagram. And I didn't really, you know, promote my YouTube on there because I was a bit embarrassed at first. I was only 18. And I thought oh fuck it do you know what like let's just do it. So I literally straight away took my Instagram off of private and started to grow it I'd say properly from the end of 2019 and then when Covid hit I thought I need to up my Instagram game here and consistently kind of started researching and growing it start of 2020 but I'd say 2019 I started taking it seriously so a good couple of years now really.
0: Yeah for sure i What is it you share over on Instagram, primarily fashion, right?
1: yeah primarily fashion and at first it was a lot of makeup um, and beauty now when I look back I just think I literally had such a passion for makeup and now I look back at my looks like wow what was she thinking girl (laughs) um but um yeah now I've kind of niched down a lot and kind of gone more for the sustainable fashion kind of route so high street brands um and now kind of started to incorporate a bit of lifestyle as well because I feel like that gets a lot of attraction and people are just interested in what you have to do day to day really we're all nosy so yeah that's basically what I niched down in
0: for sure and I think that's so important that you mentioned about the lifestyle element as well because as much as you kind definitely. of definitely have your niche, it's important to share like you are the brand you are the personal brand so it's important to share what you're getting up to day-to-day as well and I think Sid's yeah of course so well. um, yeah. so let's talk about how you got to where you are so you have over 10k followers at this point um mm. and I'd love to kind of hear about how you were reaching that goal because I know when we first ever spoke um and I asked Sid what her goals were and she was like I want to hit 10k followers like this was <laughs> yeah <enough." laughs> like it was all about the 10k followers <laughs> so tell us yeah, it literally- about that.
1: Um, yeah, I'm literally about to hit 15k now, which is, which is madness. But, um, yeah, that was just literally my main goal for so long, wasn't it? I just wanted to hit 10k. I wanted the swipe ups. I feel like that's kind of everyone's massive milestone goal when they start Instagram. Um, but yeah, so I grew, I'd say a crazy amount at the end of last year. And that was because I jumped on the real hype. And it was the latest update and not many people were using it. And I think I niched down very quickly on um new in on the high street not many people were doing it i know ellie you helped me with that obviously my life coach um (laughs) and um yeah and I think that was the key to it I niched down very quickly and I gained attraction very quickly and also stayed consistent afterwards as well so I didn't just post one and let it go viral but was consistently posting maybe like four to five reels a week and I still do that now um and I think that it massively um went towards me hitting 10k to be fair now I look back on it it was mad it was like a month I think I grew from 3k to 10
0: yeah, I remember that as well. I remember that really clearly. And I remember you messaging me like freaking out being like, oh, my God, I've gained like X amount of followers this week. And it just kept going like the momentum just kept building. And I think that is the thing. With yeah, growing. if you're consistent, like it will just happen for you. You'll have that one reel that will blow up. It's very similar to TikTok. And then it, it just is keeps on going. So you were really really strong on the Instagram reels and did you have a strategy behind kind of your posting I know you said you were making sure you were consistent but was there anything else that you were doing?
1: Um, So yes obviously consistency was the main thing I was posting four to five a day always using hashtags in my comments but I know a lot of people have found that hashtags don't make more of a difference but I found my reel that actually blew up was because I saw that it was trending on one particular hashtag for about four weeks. And every time I went on the hashtag, it was at the top every single time. So that was definitely a key element in that. Um, And then also following through with the Reels. So going on my stories, um, if I did a haul on a Reel, talking about it on my stories, um, referring people to a post. Um, Yeah, so I think it was kind of following through everything that I was posting, using keywords in my captions, keeping it really simple as well I found that reels where I put a really long-winded caption people got bored and didn't want to watch the reel because my caption was boring so I think it's just keeping it really simple so that people watch it and yeah
0: yeah for sure and I think especially for reels or any short-form content it's all about grabbing the audience's attention and kind of then it's keeping definitely it um, so, I love that. There was definitely a lot of strategy going on when you were kind of wanting to reach that 10K follower point.
1: Would you yes. say
0: there was also a mix of like manifestation going on in the background?
1: Oh my God, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Literally, um, I would say that when I first started my manifesting journey, which I would like to say was about September last year, where I was taking it seriously um I literally would have this visualization nearly every single day of me hitting 10k and I knew that it was going to be cold um I knew that it was very soon but in the back of my mind I didn't want to believe it because I was on 3k followers and I was like this isn't there's no way this is happening by you know November December when it's cold um and I also had this gut feeling that I couldn't celebrate it I couldn't go out anywhere and it was so strange to me because I remember filming it on my phone, like myself speaking, just trying to speak out loud because I couldn't believe that I kept having this visualization. And when I hit 10K, we'd just got into that national lockdown in November. So I couldn't go out, it was cold. Um, and I remember sitting there one day like, what the hell? Like, this is so <laughs> weird. I've literally manifested this exact day. Like I felt I had this strong sense of deja vu. Um, and I literally thought about it every single day without fail. Um, so there definitely was a key element of manifesting in there.
0: That is honestly so crazy that you had the kind of vision as well and like the visualisation that you wouldn't be able to go out and celebrate and then it goes into lockdown again. Like I think that is crazy. It was um,
1: mad, mad.
0: That is honestly like mind-blowing. And Sid, how did you first learn and hear about manifestation?
1: Um, I think so. Obviously, I'm part of a network marketing business and in that business we do talk a lot about um. Mindset and I've always been a very positive person anyway, but I didn't realise that manifesting was an actual thing, like until I was told about it on like a training video. So and then I watched a YouTube video. I think it was Ellie Darby, and she's a massive believer in the law of attraction. And I watched it and I remember watching it thinking, This is not real. Like this, why does nobody speak about this? Why, you know why does nobody promote this or give tips on it I couldn't find hardly anything on it and I thought if this is real then I my, my, oh my god I need to get on this I need to get on it right now and I literally become obsessed with researching it and um, so yeah I'd say it was like August last year September I started reading a lot of books and um, watching a lot of YouTube videos reading up about it um, and just thinking like what the hell, why have I just found out about this now? But I kind of realised at that point that I probably had been visualising my whole life and manifesting a lot of other things that has happened in my life just without realising I was doing it. Um So now you actually realise that it is a thing. It's so much easier to attract what you want. And yeah, it's still mind-blowing to me that it is a thing and hardly anybody utilises it.
0: Yeah, it's so true. And I love what you said then about you were manifesting things in your life before you even knew what manifestation was because... I feel like I did the same because back when I used to work at co-op um yeah at the supermarket that I used to work at I used to always visualize myself like working from home with the cats around me and at that point we we literally only had Bella we didn't even have two cats so I don't know why I kept visualizing two cats um <laughs> and I was like living at my mom's and like all the things and then here I am now in my own place so it, it's so crazy and like you say it still yeah blows my mind as well even though I do it all the time even it, it still blows my mind and You know, you said you um, were reading some books when you first started to get into manifestation and you're watching some videos. Is there any specific books or like specific YouTubers that you really like found helpful?
1: Yeah, I would definitely watch that Ellie Darby video that I spoke about. She'd done a whole video about um, the law of attraction and things she'd visualised. And that really got to me because when she was speaking about visualising her house, I think it was, she'd visualized everything down to the island in the middle and the road she lived on and everything like that and I thought oh my gosh I've done this when I've been like 14 and I've wanted a boyfriend so bad or something like that <laughs> and I've like visualized doing things with them and then like it happens and you think oh my god I've done this and so yeah the books I'd say that I went straight for I think the first one that I read was A Miracle Morning and just uh, fucking do it which is by Nora Hibbert I believe and they are very the law of attraction like simplified um so I read those two first um so I'd recommend them to anyone and I think I got a bit obsessed and I probably read about 20 books since then about it and each one has a different understanding of it and a different idea or concept so it's definitely worth starting with those two for sure and watching that video
0: Amazing and I think as well you were a big fan of The Secret as well, am I right? In yeah The
1: Secret is amazing, I mean I read that years and years ago and I didn't even realise what it was then so but um, The Secret is basically my life mantra anyway and when I read it I thought oh my gosh I do this anyway just like thinking positively, always trying to look on the brighter side of everything which I know can annoy a lot of people in my life but I'd rather live like that live negatively because that literally gets you nowhere. So yeah, The Secret is a definite other one that you should start with. It's an easy read as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think there's even, I want to say like a documentary on Netflix with The Secret. There is. It? Yeah, it
1: is. Yeah, I have watched that. That's definitely worth a watch as well. But um, yeah, I would say watching people's YouTube videos about their actual experiences is much more interesting to me than watching, say, a documentary about... The law of attraction if that makes sense when I watched that Ellie Derby one and she told her actual experiences that shocked me and I thought wow you know you can really have anything you want
0: yeah for sure and I think for example with Elle Darby I watch her as well that's someone yeah. that we already feel like we kind of know we're watching her all the time anyway so hearing it from someone that you feel like you already know you're like hey maybe this yeah. is actually possible for me as well um so you do the visualization Is there anything else in... Do you have like a manifestation routine or like anything specific that you do to help manifest?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I'd say definitely read The Miracle Morning, but I would say to people to take it with a pinch of salt because when I read that book, that's when I started to incorporate a routine into my life. Um, And obviously, Miracle Morning suggests you do it in the morning because it sets you up for a good day. But I know a lot of people that choose to do manifesting in the evening or they do it throughout the day or they don't have a strict schedule so I'm like a firm believer that everyone should manifest in their own way and that it shouldn't be like strict in the morning um but yeah I kind of do things throughout the day so in the morning I do like to get up about half hour early because that's all I can manage um and I do a bit of journaling so I'll first write down three things I'm grateful for that day And be really thankful for them as well. Um, And it can be literally anything about a person, about how I'm feeling or an opportunity. Um, And then I'll do a bit of journaling and I kind of just free write when I journal. So if I'm feeling a bit crappy that morning, I might write about it. Or if I've had a really strong dream that night, I might write about it or something that I have thought of. Um, And then I'll probably read about five pages of my book a cup of tea in bed um, and then I usually get up and just go about my day and then in the evening I like to um, visualise and exercise as well um, but I know some people that like to exercise in the morning so it's really about your personal day um, but yeah visualising I find so much easier at night when I'm laying there and I can reflect on my day and then I can really imagine the goals and the dreams that I want to happen. So yeah it's really personal preference I think but that's what I do.
0: Amazing and when you're kind of thinking of the stuff that you want to manifest do you have to get really specific on what it is or is it kind of more focusing on the feeling?
1: I think it's a little bit of both so I think being a bit too specific I've done that before you can really manifest something too specific and you you put a lot of pressure on yourself for that outcome so I try not to do that too much but then obviously if you want something like 10k followers and you do get really obsessed and specific over it it is going to happen um but the feeling is definitely the most important thing for me so one of my favorite things to visualize is my phone so like I'll visualize being on my phone and like scrolling through Instagram maybe seeing my follower count being like 50k or imagining a post of myself wearing a certain outfit then me scrolling through my bank account um, and having a lot of money in there Um, and I think that's a really easy thing to visualize and you can kind of focus on that feeling as well like how it makes me feel when I see like 50 grand in my bank that kind of thing so that's a really good visualization method that I use quite a lot.
0: Yeah for sure and I love that you mentioned as well about the it's kind of like a mix of the two because something that I often do for when I do like a launch for example in the business is if I've had a really successful launch in the past I will take loads of pictures of that launch whether that's um like I sometimes do like the sticky notes of everyone that's joined and I'll look back at those pictures and videos and I can almost like tap back into that energy and how I was feeling during that launch and then I bring that energy into my new launches do you do that as well like yeah
1: that's amazing Yeah, literally. Sometimes, if I'm feeling like so low vibe, um, I can tell when I am. If I read back on my journals for a week, and I'm like really neggy, <laughs> um, I try and tap into a feeling that I felt before. So like when I hit 10k, I remember being on top of the world, or when I secured like a brand collab within the style. Like I literally felt like I was untouchable. And if you just tap into that old feeling, it really does help. Like literally instantly. Um. So yeah, I do that as well. I think that's a massive thing.
0: Yeah, it really, really does work. And especially if you're kind of feeling low vibe, that is something that can really bring your vibe back up. And obviously with law of of attraction, you want to be a magnetic, like energetic match to what you're trying to attract, right? So that's exactly something that really, really does work for me. I just wanted to share that. But so interesting that you use that too. And you also mentioned about kind of staying high vibe and you're very much like a positive person. How do you kind of keep in that state?
1: Do you know what? It's a process. It's really hard because there are some people, I mean, when you read books, there are some some authors and they say, you know, somebody around you is negative to cut them out. But Sometimes that's just not feasible or doable. Um, I mean, I'm sure my mum won't mind me saying this, but a lot of people get brought up in a negative mindset and when they get a lot older, it's very hard to get out of it. So if I'm walking around the house like positive poly and my mum's like, shut up, Sydney, seriously, you're annoying me. It can be so hard to not let that affect you. But I've actually got in such a state of mind now where all I care about is how I feel that it, I don't let anyone else's opinions affect me. I used to be so bad, like a year ago, me would probably have cried if someone had told me I was annoying or too positive, and I would have probably let that affect my whole day. But when you look in the grand scheme of things, your life and your goals, is someone's opinion really going to affect me or am I going to let that opinion affect my goals and what I want out of life? No, probably not. Or I also make a choice as well to feel a certain way. So say in the office, if somebody says something to me, that's really rude or negative, the old me probably would have dwelled on that all day. Whereas now I'm like, okay, you're obviously having a bad day, hon. Like that's absolutely fine. I'm going to move from that. And in 10 minutes time, I've forgotten about it. So I think you really have to make an active choice in your brain to choose to feel a certain way about certain things. I know it sounds really easily said than done, but it can be if you just like literally focus on positive thoughts throughout the day, really. I know I can be that annoying person that's like happy about everything, but I actually don't care.
0: No, and I think it's so true what you say. It's almost like holding your power and not letting someone else take away that power from you and having yes. control over your feelings. I've definitely yeah, that's a good one. It as well. Um, so yeah, I think that's such a great tip is almost just being aware and conscious and be like, right, this is a projection of probably how your day's going or how you're feeling. I'm not going to let it affect my day. Um, yeah yeah I think that's really important and you mentioned you recently had a collaboration with In The Style so let's talk about that because before we actually hit record on this podcast (laughs) it just had another brand collaboration come through so let's (laughs) talk about this
1: yes so literally I was going through a rut thinking like I'm never gonna get a paid collab like I was getting a lot of gifted campaigns and I actually realised I was set my energetic minimum of just gifted campaigns and I didn't genuinely believe I could get paid for my work. And the minute that I kind of started to let go of that, Paid collaborations that are coming through, and yeah, so in the style contacted me um, to film a reel for them, and I kind of just went in and asked if they had a budget, which usually really does scare me, and they just come back straight away with like, yeah, hundred percent. And I remember thinking, like, is it this easy? <laughs> like, have I been making this so much harder than it actually is? And yeah, once that happened, and I realised I think I could get paid. I've had more paid opportunities in the last few weeks than I've ever had in a year. Um, and that is really down to mindset. I would put that down to my mindset
0: 100%. Amazing. And I think that's so true as well. When you say, can it really be that easy? It's like sometimes we can self-sabotage and we think things need to be harder than they actually are or they actually need yeah. to like, Things can be really simple. It can be effortless. Money can flow really easily to you. Um, so you've started to land as many paid collaborations in the most recent weeks. You said you've been working on your mindset. That's been the main key change. But what specifically mm. have you been changing with your mindset for this to happen?
1: I think just believing in myself a bit. I think I'd gone through such a phase of, um, especially the start of the year when lockdown was happening and I couldn't go out and do the reels and you no, know, the shops were open. And I got into this like mindset where I just thought I wasn't good enough for the industry. Um, and I think once I started to, get out of that which I think I'd say a lot of books that I've read um a particular book recently it's called super attractor and um, I'd really recommend it um, and it's really simple as well and it's basically just how to be a super attractor and to attract certain things to your life and she there was a quote in it and she literally said um the key to manifesting is that you have to accept that it's easy if you're sitting there thinking manifesting is hard then you're going to make it hard And when I read that, I was like, it is easy. Manifesting what I want is easy. And I remember writing down, um, um, I'm going to get unlimited, unlimited paid collabs this month or something as a goal last month. And I truly believed it as well. Um, And then it just kind of started to happen. I started to believe in myself. And I think it does give you a confidence boost when at least one of them happens. I mean, it's obviously really hard to get that initial first one. But once you do get one, you think, oh, my God, I actually am worthy of this. I actually can do it. I can attract this. So yeah, definitely would recommend that book 100% for anyone that is a bit stuck at the moment.
0: Sure, and I think what she said in that book as well about manifesting—it can be easy and is easy. It's like if you're in that mindset, then there's no resistance. Whereas, if exactly, and like even if it's like deep down you're thinking, and it's just like a low key feeling where you're like, low key, I don't feel like I'm worthy of being paid. I don't feel like I could land a paid collaboration. If that is always kind of in your mind, then you've always got that resistance, and yeah, it's like you're kind of you're basically blocking yourself if you have that yeah. resistance.
1: Yeah, and I was doing it as well for so long um, and I didn't even realise I was until I read that and I thought, I mean, why am I blocking myself off from opportunities? And it is frustrating because you feel like you're in a circle doing it um, but once you break out of it, it will be so worth it.
0: For sure, and even with paid collaborations, for example, if you um, are like pitching a certain rate to a brand, for example, if realistically you want to be charging more than that or let's say you're a business and you want to be charging more for your clients, yeah if you then are charging lower you have resistance around that price and you won't be able to sell at that price whereas if you just went for the price that you actually want to charge there's no resistance around it and then you'll find that you're actually an energetic match and then that's when it becomes really simple um, yeah that is true it's so interesting and like I was saying to you at the start before we hit record as well it's like when you're in the flow that's when you're in receiver mode as well when you're not obsessing and you're not trying to like control how it happens I think with manifesting mm. at least me I always just focus on kind of like what it is I want but I don't worry about the how it's going to happen do you do that as well yeah
1: yeah see I have had problems with this in the past because I do struggle with the how of letting go of it and I think that is a normal reaction for us as humans because you do kind of want to know okay well how am I going to get there What uh, do I need to do x y and z and I have started to get a lot better with that Um, but yeah it is hard but that is the main thing you need to think when you think about a goal and you're thinking about how am I going to get there you need to think actually it doesn't matter the how I know that I'm going to get there because I feel it this is all about that feeling but um, yeah my gosh that has been a struggle for me and I think most people could agree with that.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I feel like, especially for me as well, I'm someone that really loves to be in control. So the fact that me I can't let go <laughs> is yeah. very challenging, but I think it just comes with practice. Like the more I've been kind of doing it, the easier it becomes, which I it know is cliche, but it's so yeah. true.
1: It does and I'm, I'm such a control freak as most of my family and friends will know so if when I was going to hit 10k I was going to think yes but but how like I need to know every step of every day <laughs> of what I'm going to need to do to get there but actually the minute that I let go of it and just attach to that visualization of me get hitting it and the feeling it can the how actually just completely slipped away without me realizing.
0: Yeah exactly and I think that is the key point is just being clear on what the what it is you want to manifest and as long as you're kind of clear on that end goal, then that's the main part. Do you have like a vision board at the moment, Sid?
1: Yeah, I do. I do. And I did recently update it, I think, about a couple months ago, maybe three months ago. Um, and I am going to post a picture on my story after this, because one of the pictures on there is a person being a guest speaker on a podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I know, because I've, I've always wanted to do a podcast, but I thought I'd love to be a guest speaker first a few times, you know, just to get the feel for it um so yeah that's I'm just looking at it right now
0: <laughs> I love that and I it's the same for me like the vision board is such a key part of my manifesting and I actually did some stories yesterday on my Instagram because I was looking at my vision board I was like I've low-key manifested pretty much everything on my vision board now and oh, that's insane yeah and it's only like I recently updated it I would say like in the past year because my yeah. old vision board was very much you know you see everyone else's goals and you think oh that needs to be my goals So I changed it all around and I was like, this is genuinely like, this feels so aligned with me. This is what I want to achieve. And yeah, yeah, going through and I was like, I've only got like two more things left on here. Like this shit works. That's mad. It is crazy, but it's, you don't actually realize it's coming true. And I think for me, like I have my vision board on my desk, so I'm looking at it every single day. So I'm taking inspired action without actually realizing. realizing
1: Yeah yeah mine's literally opposite me in uh, like when I'm laying in bed I literally can see it like I'm looking at it and I think that's important to remember just to have a look at every single day because pictures are stimulating they do make you feel a certain type of way when you see someone in Bali or you know in the Maldives where you want to go you're like wow I seriously want that.
0: Yeah that's so so true and I think that's for me as well Is that I made sure, and I think if anyone's listening and they're wanting to start a vision board and create their own, is that choose images that genuinely like connect with you and evoke an emotion because, yeah, my like I said, my old vision board, it I have no connection with it. I just thought these were my goals when reality is like my vision board now is my actual goals and I've got stuff like my dream house on there and um, starting the podcast, which I've done. Uh, like quad biking in Santorini, which we did a couple of weeks ago, like all of the things.
1: Um, (gasps) That is crazy. Like that is perfect.
0: Honestly, the picture, (laughs) what blew my mind yesterday, the picture of the quad biking in Santorini, and obviously, Sunny's on the quad bike. It looks identical. Like someone messaged me yesterday, and said, <gasps> like that could literally be Sunny on your vision board. Like it looks. Wow.
1: like. You've literally manifested your dream <laughs> life. Like that is mad. It
0: is crazy. <laughs> I, I do think I like even before I had my vision board. Like when I was working at a supermarket, and I knew nothing about manifesting. Like I say, like yeah. I was always visualizing, and it's weird. I just always had this like deep inner feeling where it was like, I'm going to be my own boss. I don't know what my business is going to be. Like I didn't know the how, and it's probably so unrealistic working out a supermarket to think oh I'm gonna earn six figures like that was such an unrealistic goal but I always say if you set yourself realistic goals you will only get realistic results
1: oh my gosh you know what you saying that literally my life do you know how many times I get told Um, that I'm being unrealistic I love being unrealistic I think it's the best advice I could give anyone and you know what everyone always says to me you're going to be so disappointed when you don't hit your goals and you know what I have had many times where I haven't hit a goal in a time frame that I thought that I might and I have never been disappointed because I've always thought I know it's going to happen it might not have happened in the time I wanted it to but I know it's going to happen and I've never ever ever felt worry or disappointment towards any of my goals but I love being unrealistic I think it's the best way to live
0: yeah for sure and I'm the same it's like I'm not going to be disappointed because I have this inner feeling where it's like I know it's going to happen it's just a matter of when so yeah exactly I've there's no pressure
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I've never, ever felt disappointed at something that's not happened. Um, I've let myself be maybe, like, a bit sad about it for 10 minutes. Then afterwards, I'm like, come on, girl, like, that's enough. Like, I moved on. And I get people tell me all the time, Sydney, you're just not being realistic. Like, that's just not realistic what you're saying. Like, we need to think practically. And it's like, but I am thinking practically as well. I'm not just being unrealistic and being away with the fairies like it's really important to not lose sight of what you want like I envision all the time that I'm going to be my own boss or I'm I'm going to be at home all the time and if I have kids I'm not going to need to have a nanny I'm not going to need to have someone drop them at school I know that all of those things will happen it's just I don't know how or when
0: (laughs) so it's So. so true and I think as well is that when you're setting these big goals allow yourself to dream big and allow yourself for it to feel kind of like crazy and out of reach I think that's so important to actually do yeah, I agree I, I for me like when I left the supermarket and everyone was like oh like you're absolutely crazy like what are you doing and it's like just because it's unrealistic and crazy to someone else doesn't mean it has to be unrealistic for you like I will tell yeah. my goals to Sonny and he'll be like okay <laughs> but I'm like <laughs> Hon, just watch like it's gonna happen it's fine um and, like this is the thing is like as long as you you truly trust and believe that it will happen then you've got the power to make it happen and I think that's what's really important
1: I think that is it's the main importance of just self-belief like don't let anybody else like tell you your dreams or what you should be doing because I'm not being funny we're raised to literally be in a rat race like I read a book about it we're raised to work nine to five have 28 days holiday and we're told that that's success yeah that could be that success to my dad like my dad said to me he wants me to get a secure job go to uni which I've done but for me I don't feel like that's life I don't want to live my life for somebody else or work for someone else I want to work for me and that's okay if someone else doesn't want to do that I'm not going to judge them but I feel like everybody judges the other way yeah. um and everyone's so different I just feel like if we just all stopped judging everyone's life path, we'd be living in such a better world but here we are <laughs>
0: Yeah it's so true I know I got so many questions because I didn't take the traditional route of like doing university and then getting a job I dropped (laughs) I don't recommend doing this but I dropped out of A-levels then I just started working in retail because I was like oh I just want to get a job and then I was stuck there for five years miserable but obviously to this point now so it's like everything kind of falls into place and happens for a reason but it's so true what you say is like everyone's going to be different everyone's gonna like the idea of different jobs and you know, I think with COVID as well, it's like no job is, has that 100% like security. Security.
1: Active. Yeah, that's so true. That's what like, COVID's taught us at least.
0: Yeah, because I, I still have people now tell me um, like the job I'm doing now, like it's not a real job or it's not secure. And I'm like, I feel so much more secure running my own business, opposed to working at the supermarket. Like I'm in control of my income. I'm in control yeah. of when I show up, how I show up. So for me, it feels way more secure, but I get like everyone's different and it's just about checking in with yourself and like what really feels good for you and then following that.
1: Exactly. I think that's so important.
0: For sure. And Sid, I would love to chat with you about, is there anything uh, crazy amazing that you've manifested or something on your vision board that you've recently manifested?
1: i um i was having to think about this earlier actually and there was this one particular thing that i did manifest and my mum was like what the hell it's just like the most stupid story ever but i started um reading this book called the magic so this is another book i'd recommend i feel like i'm like a bookworm on this podcast (laughs) um yeah and it's the sequel to the secret and it's basically a 28 day gratitude program so if you're ever feeling like down in the dumps you basically just read it and you do the tasks every single day for 28 days and on the second day it was that you had to have this pebble or a stone They said they needed you to have this large pebble um so that I have it by my bed now that you go to bed with at night and you hold it and you basically say what you're grateful for that day and I remember reading it and I was like, what, what, the fuck? I was like, who has a pebble in their house? Like, she's, <laughs> she's, she's nuts. Like, I don't have a pebble. Like, I went in my garden and I was like, I've got a stone. It's like tiny, like, but she said like a pebble, like a proper big pebble. And I just was like, oh, this is so annoying. Like, I, I just couldn't think where I was going to find one. And I shit you not, that night I put on this jacket that I hadn't worn. It was in March time and I hadn't worn it since, say, like October. It, like, It was quite cold. Um... And I hadn't worn it in ages and I put it on and I was like, what the hell is in my pocket? Like it was so heavy. And I remembered the last time I wore it was when I'd gone to Brighton, actually, your end. Um, I'd gone to Brighton and me and Brad were on the beach and it was just a really nice evening. And I remember thinking, I really want a pebble um, and I'm going to save it and put it in my like memory box or whatever. Obviously, I never did. I put it in my pocket of this coat. And that same day I put the coat on and I went in the pocket and pulled out this huge pebble that was so soft. It was so beautiful. And I was literally looking at it like, are are you fucking serious? Like I've just, I'm like, this is my pebble like and I told my mum and she was like kind of staring at me and I was like don't you think that's weird and she was like yeah I do I think that's really weird and like it wasn't even that I'd attracted or manifested that to happen it was like it was literally given to me that same day like here's your pebble like this is what is gonna be what you're gonna use every single day now and I have it on my bedside table now it does look a bit weird but it's (laughs) I feel like it's a bit of a crazy story.
0: Yeah that is crazy I feel like that was a sign from the universe being like here's your pebble like get started. Yeah but
1: (laughs) it was just the weirdest thing I hadn't worn the coat in so long and I was like what the hell is in my pocket why is it so heavy and I just pulled it out and I'd read the chapter of the book about two hours before that and was just I was literally I was like just standing in my kitchen staring at it like did that just really happen? Like, and I've had it a few times with songs as well when I felt like really crappy and like my phone has done like a really weird shuffle thing and it's put on a song that reminds me of a certain time and I've literally been driving like, what the hell? Like, where's that song come from? Um, As if like to give me a sign. And I truly believe in all those kind of things as well. And I think, so if I told someone else that story, uh, to be fair, I told Brad the story and he was a little bit like, oh, right, you, you, you got a pebble but then when I explained it a bit more he was like wow that is actually weird um but yeah and I think you just have to appreciate these signs from the universe because they are really there and like listening and I truly believe that everything kind of happens for a reason and falls into place as it should
0: yeah for sure the signs from the universe are so real and I think like if you're playing around with that and you're just kind of getting into manifestation, you can fall into the habit of being like, oh, it's just a coincidence. But like, how many coincidences can happen? Like, this is a sign. Are you into yeah. angel numbers as well, Sid?
1: Yeah, literally so badly into angel numbers, like eleven, eleven. And I think it was one day I was feeling so rubbish and it was four, 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 four come up on my, um, like mileage on my car. And I was like, that definitely is an angel number. And I just love reading about them
0: yeah 444 I think it just basically means like you're surrounded by angels and you're like being protected I'm really yeah honest,
1: but I'm yeah
0: I know like it's honestly crazy and I remember right before a launch I was um, going to get my nails done in Brighton and there was like literally no spaces in this car park obviously it's like center of town really really busy there was a Saturday and me and Sally were like trying to find a space my appointment was like in two minutes it's like shit I'm gonna be late we we're like trying to find a space there's one space that's left, the car next to us, like the number plate was eight eight eight. And eight 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 is um it's all to do with like money and abundance. And I was like, how crazy because my launch is that like is. literally tomorrow. Um so yeah, there's always signs from the universe and Well, all-
1: yeah, I believe in all of that as well. Like when me and my mum were going to our very first ever greys um, that just reminded me, our very first ever graze uh, like um catering event and we got lost and we was literally like this is so annoying like we had to be there soon and I was my mum just wouldn't turn around I was like we need to turn around and she was like I'm looking for somewhere to turn around so like, well, just anywhere we'll do and she turned around and she pulled up on the driveway of this house and the house number was 111 and I said look to my mum and I was like babes I was like we're gonna be fine this is gonna go really well and she was like why I was like look at the house number and she just laughs at me now she's like oh another sign is it and I'm like yeah and it went so well but it was just any house she could have pitched it was this tiny little terrace house and she pulled on the drive basically and it just said 111 in front of me and I just thought oh, I was all gonna be fine
0: yes I love that it's almost just like it's very comforting like that's what I. Find it is yeah so just to finish off if someone is listening right now and they're mm. wanting to get into manifestation where can they start yeah. the first thing they should do I just
1: think you just have to go for it and really not think too much into it or you don't have to have like this structured routine that everyone tells you about or that the miracle morning tells you about I'd say the first thing that the easiest thing that I found was visualizing um, and just listen to guided visualizations so on YouTube just type in like visualization um, guidance and there'll be a video that will come up And it will literally tell you what to do, to just lay there, close your eyes, imagine certain things you want and breathe. And it's about 10 minutes long and it's so simple and easy to get you started. Um, And it really helps you build the momentum as well when you visualise things you want. I find that some people find it really hard to journal and um, write the things they're grateful for. Because if you are feeling low vibe, you might find it hard to write down things you're grateful for or to journal uh, your feelings. So I definitely found visualizing a really good first thing to start with and just buy one book just any book that i've even said today like um just fucking do it is a really good one to start with um or the secret anything like that and just read it just sit down every morning and read a chapter um it really does make a massive difference but yeah visualizing i found the easiest thing to do because it's just you and your brain basically
0: amazing I love that thank you so much for sharing so much with us today Sid where can That's everyone right. find you can they find you on Instagram where can they connect with you
1: yeah so I'm on Instagram I'm at Sid Window which is S-Y-D then like a window um, and I'm also on TikTok as well with the same name so yeah um, come and connect with me on there or message me I'm always messaging new people on there I love Instagram and just speaking to new people either influencers or people that follow me and like my style I love hearing from new people so yeah come and connect with me over there
0: amazing thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank you thank you so much for having me it's been amazing I've loved it thank you so much for tuning into today's episode if you have enjoyed listening be sure to let us know by leaving a five-star review on iTunes or sharing and tagging us on your Instagram stories at styling social keep on killing it